Welcome to the Insurance Stream. I'm your host, Dave Bowling. Good to be with you today. It is Thursday, February 15th, 2024. And today we are talking to the author of the book, The Unstoppable Profit Producer. If you haven't read it, you should. We're going to tell you how to get a free copy of it, too, inside the episode. Today's episode is sponsored by Viva Virtual Assistance. If you are looking for insurance-trained, insurance-specialized, remote virtual assistance, Viva makes it easy for you. Go to theinsurancestream.com, click on services for your agency, click on virtual assistance. It'll get you hooked up with those folks over there at Viva Virtual Assistance. We appreciate the sponsorship today. Welcome to the Insurance Stream. I'm your host, Dave Bowling. Uh, today, I am here with the author of uh, a book that I've read. It was great. It's called The Unstoppable uh, Profit Producer. And Mike, I'm happy to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Um, we were just talking before we got rolling here. I read your entire book on a flight from Phoenix to Orlando. So, um, you know, obviously there's like a million miles of depth in the book, right? Because we're just like, you know, kind of going over the, the big picture items when uh, when we're looking at, you know, the different recommendations you make and things like that in the book. Um, and I was telling you too, you know, I, I thumbed through it before the flight because I always try and grab a book when I go on a flight because I don't, you know, uh, I like reading. And so, you know, when I, when I, um, I, I look through a lot of books by people who are uh, proclaimed industry experts and my history is a lot of our audience knows, and, and I shared a little bit with you. Uh, my wife and I had an agency. We grew it. Um, we expanded to five states, uh, and it was acquired in 2020. And so, you know, obviously in that process, there's a lot of things that we found that worked really, really well. And I saw enough of what I had done in that book to be like, this guy knows what he's talking about, mm-hmm. and I'm going to read the whole thing. And I got so much more out of it than um, than you know my experience level. So it was like a definitely a jump in advancement and, and some awesome recommendations in there. So um, I I appreciate you writing it. And um, but you know I I I knew that you knew what you were talking about, and so I read it. And now we're going through and rereading the sections and really zooming in and just taking line by line and detail by detail. Um, Give us, because I'm assuming a lot of our listeners that are tuning into this, um, they do not know who you are. And, um, you know, g- give me like the the sky view of of who you are and um, your experience in the industry. Well, first of all, it's an honor and privilege, privilege to be with you today. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm grateful to share. Uh, the answer to that question will probably be more than the time we have today. So I bet. Uh, my name is Mike Stromso. Uh, I am a proud 100% of my 35 plus year career, uh, independent insurance agency entrepreneur. So I have 35 plus years as an independent insurance agency entrepreneur. Uh, back to roughly 2010 in time, uh, a bunch of people say said, you've grown your agency you know, incredibly fast. How did you do it? I said, it's easy. You just do this, this, and this. And they said, Will you teach us? I said, I'm not sure I know how to do that. Uh, Let me think about it, et cetera, et cetera. They wouldn't leave me alone. Uh, So I had to figure it out. And I did figure it out. In in 2013, uh, we created the Unstoppable Profit Producer Program to help independent insurance agencies through a simple three-step blueprint philosophy called the three Ps, excellent people, world-class processes and systems, and you simply get to promote the heck out of it. When you properly implement those things, you will grow your business, create wealth, sometimes generational wealth, 
as we've learned, and you will have more freedom to live life on your own terms. It is not that complex when you have a plan and you follow the plan. And that's what we're teaching independent insurance agents today. And uh, just had an agent yesterday who gave us an update uh, after the end of last year. This agent in our program in a little over three years has tripled their agency. And it's a significant number now, well over seven figures. So we're not talking small numbers here. So yeah, it's awesome and it's a privilege. Absolutely. No, and, and it's so cool that, that you're doing it because, you know, when you, when you read your book, um, a lot of the stuff that, that you see in there, it, it's like, feels like common sense to me. And, um, but it's like common sense that we don't really think about, right? Um, when, when we're in the day-to-day and, um, and to kind of just going through the grind. Why do you think that insurance has such a high, fa- I mean, I know, you know, a high failure rate and I know, you know, the, the people, the processes and, and, you know, promoting obviously probably since the success circles around those three things, the failures I'm sure circle around those three things too. But, but what would you say of the agents that come to you? What's the number one thing that most of them are getting wrong? That's a great question. And I'm going to say there's more than a couple of things. Okay. But, and it's a bit of elusive still. I'm still yeah. looking for that, you know, common thread. There is no magic pill, but that sure. mostly common answer. Yeah. Um, it may surround fear. Okay. False evidence appearing real, right? And they, some people may not believe that they can do it. Um, some people may not have a plan. Uh, Some people may not have that inner drive. And our goal is to help people not only believe they can do it, but to, from a vision standpoint, see that they can do it and help them design a plan where they can do it. And I'm going to suggest the 80-20 rules in effect here. You know, the Pareto principle has been around since the 1890s. That 80% of people can do it if they will... Uh, make a commitment because commitment is the thing you said you were going to do long after the mood you set it in has passed. Make a commitment. And that's where we come in. We stand by their side. And one of the things that we intentionally built into our program is accountability. And we have a director of AFY, Accountability for You, Mr. Joel McKinley, in our program. And he does a great job in not only what we deliver, but he also builds in the accountability on a monthly basis just to say, hey, you know, how can we help you? How can we support you? Is there anything we can do? And just knowing that's coming pushes them forward. So, um, you know, and a lot of people, again, back to answer the question, they may not be sure they can do it. You know, maybe they've never done something like this before. But, you know, the jur- two things, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, number one. But number two, like Mark Twain said, of things that I've worried about in my life never actually happened. So the encouragement always is just go do it. Why not you? And why not now? How many things did you try when, because my understanding from your book um, and and I'm recalling here probably a couple months back. So uh, correct me if I misstep on any of this stuff is you were doing um, something else, financially services related or something along, along those lines. And then you came back, was it your dad's agency that, you joined and then you split off and you started your own agency and then you blew that up and then your dad's coming to you going, how did you do all this stuff? All the stuff that, you know, you said would work, worked and I didn't think it would work. And, and, you know, but, but my, so is, is that a pretty accurate, like little recap of what, how it happened? 
Mostly. Uh, at age 23, I was running a restaurant because I grew up in the restaurant business ah, okay. at a horse training facility. Ah. The horses never asked for a day off and yeah. neither did I. Yeah. But, you know, I was missing my wife and, and two young children at the time. Mm. And I felt really inadequate, you know, as a husband and a father. Yeah. And so I confided in my dad and he said, why don't you join me as an agent yeah. in the insurance business? I said, is he freaking crazy? Me an agent? <laughs> I mean, everybody plans to be an agent in elementary school, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and then he said the magic words that changed my mind and my future were closed on Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah. So I was sold. Yes, I worked alongside him for 11 years, but I was hungry yeah. to start an agency of my own. So I started my first agency from scratch uh, in, an, in the next county, and it took off. So back to the point of your story, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when it, when it was taken off, um, digging back and trying to, trying to think about those times, um, because it's easy to look back and be like, oh, we did this, 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 and this, and it worked. Right. Right. How many things do you think that you tried that did not work or that like utterly failed to get to those things? Or, or was it something because of your insurance experience working with your dad's agency that, that you were like, you know what, I kind of know what I'm going to do here because I've been doing this for you know years now. Um, and so I'm going to branch out and I'm going to do all these things that, that he, you know, doesn't want to do or won't do or whatever. Um, how do you, how many failures did it take you to go through to get to the successful recipe that you found for growing an insurance agency? I'm going to be very clear here, and I want to use it as an encouragement because yeah. we call them lessons yes. nowadays, not failures. Okay. A more appropriate term. Yeah. Yeah. You never lose. Yeah. Right. You never lose. It feels like a failure when you're going through it, though. That's for darn oh, it, Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go there in yeah. a second, but you know, you never lose. You either win or you learn. Okay. So I'm going to suggest... In the early days, I was failing twice as much as I was winning, if not three to one. Yeah. And so, but that's, that's was, you know, my first 11 years when I was cutting my teeth, I was learning the industry, making a lot of mistakes. Uh, I, you know, I didn't have any mentors. Uh, you know, I had people that were suggesting what I could do, but, you know, they had, they were not as driven to a level that, that I was internally. So anyway, it was my turning point was last century i went in 1999 i went to an event and i'm sitting there in the event and i said oh it was about a year after i started my own agency from scratch i said oh my gosh they've got it all figured out there were these agents sharing you know what they had done and i said these people have it all figured out i'm just going to take their ideas and become a massive implementer and from that moment forward, it changed everything. So, you know, I got into coaching. I got in with some mentors. I learned the right way to do it. Eliminated at least two-thirds of the failures because, you know, they had already done it. You know, they helped me eliminate the failures. The very first thing I did out of that event, I learned social proof and testimonials. I created a risk removal written guarantee. I created a referral program. I created a welcome kit. We started the newsletter newsletter series and systems. Uh, and then just the massive amount of marketing that we did. We were direct mail marketing fiends. I mean, we were dropping twelve to 15,000 pieces a month. And uh, we learned niche marketing. And as they say, the rest is history. Sure. 
Um, so direct mail marketing, do you, do you think, I mean, do you still uh, recommend those things for agents today? I mean, because obviously 1999 is a much different time um, than, you know, 2024, but um, yeah. you still, those, those are still effective means. 100% yes. I, I, I agree. It's situational. Yeah. And it's not for every situation or every industry, but I think that here, here's what I believe. If you want to reach 100% of the marketplace, you've got to use 100% of the ways. Mm. And, and one of the fold-ins, you know, people are thinking, well, that's expensive or, you know, maybe I don't have the resources. Well, then we teach client segmentation or tiering. It's said in certain parts of the country, same thing, yeah. right? right? That will help you identify because it's back to the Pareto principle. I will suggest that possibly as much as 70 or 80% of your gross revenue is might be generated by 20 or 30% of your clients. Usually, yeah. So that's where the segmentation and tearing comes in. You've, you've got to break those out and identify who they are. And those are the ones you want to take care of because you never hear from them. They pay their bills. They don't have claims. They're compliant. But we can't let the bottom 20 drag us along, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's that's good to know. What What would you say... Um, and you know, you going back real quick, your welcome kit that's in there. Uh, I want to touch on that before we move on, because that to me was like, you know, when I read that and, um, uh, I'd never thought of doing anything like that. When we started our agency long, long, long time ago, uh, we were in the state of Washington and you know, there's the rebating laws and stuff like that. So it's like 20 bucks. Couldn't, couldn't go over 20 bucks for any customer. So whenever somebody wrote a policy and, and we specialized in construction contractors, we would um, send them out a th handwritten thank you card and a um, $10 uh, Starbucks gift card. And then it got to the point where, um, I, you know, we had on our kitchen table like mounds of thank you cards and $10 Starbucks gift cards. And uh, it got to the point where we had to switch that process to something else because it just became basically super labor intensive when you're sending out hundreds of these things every month. Uh, so we switched it. But, but you know, when I, when I read that, it was like that idea on steroids, you know, with the balloon coming out of the box and all this different stuff. I was like, man, that's, you know, uh, creating a raving fan base to get that, you know, 80, 90, 100% retention ratio um, that every agency in the country is looking for. Um, it was just like one of those, you know, genius things. And that was actually the very first thing that we started like, okay, we're going to put together a kit for, you know, for people. Um, and so that was one of the very first things that we did uh, from reading your book. Um, and then actually, um, my daughter, who uh, ended up coming back to work with me, um, I, I gave her your book. And I was like, you need to read this section. You need to take the notes page in the back of that that chapter um, and write down what this means to you and how you would implement this here and use your own ideas. You don't have to use a million dollar bill or, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, what do you think we should do? Because she's a designer at heart. So she loved that section. Um, and actually, right before the interview, I asked her, I was like, hey, where's that book that I gave you? And she was like... It's around here somewhere and, uh, <laughs> because she's, she's in there doing kits right now uh, as, as awesome. we record this interview. And so, um, you know, but, but just stuff like that, it was like, man, this is just incredible stuff. That's like, you know, basically, you know, the, the ounce of effort and the pound of result sort of situation. Um, and, and uh, I lost my train of thought on where, where I was going with uh, the okay. next question I have, but that's okay. Um, so, you know, I guess what piece of advice for, for agency owners that either feel stuck or agency owners that are brand new and just trying to break in, 
Um, and uh, because obviously probably the people that are just rolling it in they're they're not, you know, really the people that feel like they've figured it out. This is not the unstoppable profit producer target audience. Um, but I'd say most agents don't fall in those buckets, right? We either feel like we're stuck and we've hit a cap and we're just not growing at what we want to, or we're not growing at all. Or we feel like we don't know what to do. We're brand new in this industry. There's such a high failure rate. Um, you know, if people coming in and exiting the industry, like, what do I need to do differently? What's the number one piece of advice besides reading the unstoppable profit producer? What's the number one piece of advice that, that you should immediately do starting right now? Here's my bottom line, and, and I encourage everybody that I'm privileged to talk with on this one thing. If you want to have more, you have to become more because you attract exactly what you are and who you become. So the first thing you need to get to work on is yourself. You need to find a groove. I mean, I invest an hour and a half every single morning, two days, still two days, in myself. Before I even think about opening up an email, uh, an electronic device or anything else. Because if I want to have more, I have to become more. So you need to get to work on yourself. You need to find your groove. You need to find what works for you. And if you're doing something right now and it's not working for you, you need to change it. Because if you're willing to change, everything will change for you. But you've got to be willing to change. So that's really where you need to start. So once you get yourself in the right mindset, because your mindset is your skill set, that's when everything can begin to change for you. And you've got to invest in the right things to put into your mindset uh, that will help you, uh, you know, get creative ideas to find the right things that are going to move the needle on your business. And as the encouragement says, which was the turning point in my career evolution, which has created generational wealth for my family. That's the result, the desired out outcome, right? I got in with people who were mentors and who knew more than I did, and I just followed what they taught. So when you can, absolutely do that as well, um, because the law of familiarity is always in effect. I mean, you know, you got your daughter. Let's take your daughter as an example. We have six children as well, yeah. right? There comes a point when, did you ever say to your daughter, Hey, honey, I want to help you about that, that. And they go, yeah, dad. Okay, dad. All the time. The law of familiarity. It's, right. it's human nature. We can't do anything about it. They're so familiar with you. They just blow you off. Right? right. So, but when somebody from the outside comes in, maybe an authority figure and says, well, did you think about doing this, this, and this? You go, wow. And you're thinking, I've been telling them the same thing for years. Yeah. I read that in right? part of your book about your staff meetings too. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Yep. So that's why it's good to get outside counsel. And, sure. and to a point that you just mentioned, I believe our program is for everybody. I mean, because a large segment of our program is people that are super high achieving. I mean, multi seven figure agencies, but that's why they continue to grow their multi seven figure agent revenue, by the way, multi seven figure revenue agencies, because they're in coaching, fueling the next great idea or the next turning point in their business. 100%. Now, um, so what do you spend an hour and a half on? What, what is your routine? And then and then I guess, is that applicable to an agency owner or is your routine specific to you because of where you're at? You know, you've, your agency has now been acquired. Um, your, your financial uh, security is set. Um, you're helping other agents do the same thing. So when you spend an hour and a half in the morning working on Mike, 
What does that look like? Well, I did it this morning, so it's easy to remember. Yep. So we'll wrap with this. Sound good? Yes. Yes. So I, I got out of bed this morning. Uh, I went up and I did my stretching. Okay. I did my sit-ups. I did my push-ups. And then I end up on my knees. So it's my prayer time. It's my personal time. Uh, so I got up from that. Uh, we have multiple properties in our world nowadays. So I'm up, up at one of our mountain properties. Uh, right here next to me, I have my Peloton bike because it's cold with mountain lions outside. Yeah. So anyway, so I get on my Peloton bike. I've got my audio headset on. And right now I'm listening to the Jim Rohn uh, Ultimate Library series. And he was going through his goal setting habits this morning. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to be going through this one on my way home later on this afternoon with my wife driving so I can be writing notes because I need to capture some of those ideas that I haven't thought about that quite philosophy yet. See, that's where the day you stop learning is the day you stop growing. So after I did that, um, I got off my Peloton. I went in and made some coffee. I made my shake and I intentionally eat a certain way. I fuel my body and my mind with the right stuff. Then I have... Uh, a couple of different devotionals that I study. Uh, I've got another book for my head. I'm currently reading uh, 177 uh, Mental Toughness Secrets of the World Class. I read one secret a day. And then I have a series that I watch every single, well, five days a week, which is a, a video series from Darren Hardy called Darren Daily. It's free to anybody out there. I recommend you get on that as well. Uh, and then I, I have a progression of other things on a checklist. Uh, I, I still pay attention to my numbers every morning. I check bank numbers and various other things. So maybe not all the time investment stuff that I've got going on, but you know I'm an investor and insure techs and various other things out there. So I, I just make sure everything's set for the day because when I'm done with that full hour and a half, I want to make sure my mind is completely focused, completely clear on every single thing that I'm doing. Perfect. Oh, and the other thing that I do is uh, when I get done with my exercise, whatever it is, when I'm at home, I have a different exercise regimen, but I do it, right? I, yes, every single day. Yeah. Uh, there's no days off, right? So with that being said, I come in uh, and while the coffee's brewing, I write a handwritten note to my wife. I put it in her car because she's a night owl. I'm a morning guy. And uh, I just, it's basically a thank you note. Just if I find one thing, one thing that, I mean, it's, sometimes it's thank you for doing the laundry, but you know, it's that thing. And so I get that probably about five days a week, but it's it's made a huge difference in our relationship for the better. Not that it was in a bad place, but yeah, got to keep getting better every day, right? Yep. And we say that all the time. If you, if you don't have a successful family, no matter what the business side looks like, you're not going to be successful because- I second uh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and so whatever is going on in, in family, we stop all trains and we fix that before we do anything with the business because otherwise it doesn't matter. A hundred percent Mike, thank you so much. I hope you'll come back. I would, I would like to do something, uh, some kind of mentorship, or something if we can, um, because this has been fantastic. I really, really appreciate it. Um, how can people get your book? I'll be happy to ship, uh, send a free copy. Uh, they can just go to, or let's do this. Let's make it faster sure. and easier. Yeah. Go to VIP. Send us an email at VIP. Very important person, which is you. VIP at upplife.com upplife.com and in the subject line put unstoppable book All put right. an unstoppable book in the subject line 
Uh, make sure that you put your shipping address in the body of the email. We will get it out to you right, right away with our compliments uh, under one condition. You must take action. And Abe, next time through the book, make sure you go through each chapter. As I'm sure you picked up, each chapter has an action items page. Yes. Write down the action items and take action, everybody. Absolutely. You got this. All right. I Thank you so much, Mike. I really yeah. appreciate it. This has been great. All right, Abe. All right. Yeah, let's get to part two sometime soon. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.